Well, good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all on this beautiful day and this feast of St. Therese. Um, she's one of my, someone, she's probably one of my top fives um, on my saint list. I love Therese. Um, her, her, her little way, her simple way is just so inspiring. There's many times in my own life, I uh, struggle with a, uh, that wonderful sin of perfectionism. Um, any, any sinners in here? Um, yeah, I've, I've seen with St. Therese, like she just accepted her imperfections and had this beautiful little way of, uh, of letting Jesus love her. I mean, for the simple story, she used to struggle in her holy hours and she would fall asleep. And instead of, like me, beating myself up, Therese said, oh, that's okay. Every dad, every father likes to watch his children sleep. Like, I wish I could be like that. It was awesome. So anyway, um, <clears throat> this morning I was in my uh, holy hour right here in adoration, and sometimes it gets noisy because students come into the cafe and they're all loud and they're excitable and they're in between classes, and it's really, it really is fun when you're in that side, but when you're in here, it's pretty distracting. Um, trying to pray, and so I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden it got loud in there, like there was tons of students in there, and I looked up at Jesus in the the Eucharist, and I was like, Lord, can you just go tell him to quieten down a little bit? Like I'm trying to pray, <laughs> and the Lord brought me to a really cool memory of whenever we were children on Sundays, we would always go to my grandmother's house, and uh, so her house all of a sudden on Sundays was full of noise. But once we left, it was quiet as a mouse. And I remembered that memory. And so shortly thereafter, all the students, well, a lot of them left and went to class. And it got quiet, quiet. And that's whatever I thought about the memory. The Lord brought me to it. And that's what I started thinking. I was like, what a joy it must have been for my grandparents to have all the noise in the house. To know that their house was just full of love and peace and all these children, well not peace, but love and all these kids running all over the place. What a joy that must have been for them. And I'm sure they didn't want us to all hurry up and leave. And then whenever we all did leave, boy, how their house would have been quiet. That two-story house would just hurt my grandpa. And that's what the Lord brought me to, was just this appreciation and whenever it was gone, I was like, gosh, I wish I could hear them all played in there again. Like it just gave joy to my priestly heart to know that all these students were here enjoying each other's company and talking and getting ready for class. Like it was just a cool moment, a simple moment of prayer. And then I had a little experience where the Lord um, had this little conversation and I actually started laughing while I was right there. I pictured Mary in the quiet of the home of Nazareth. And she was in that beautiful silence and she was working. And as she worked, she was talking to God. And Jesus came running in all like a little kid. And he was just loud and all excitable. And, and Mary goes, hey, shh, I'm trying to talk to God. I can't hear him with you talking so loud. <laughs> and Jesus just going, okay, like, yeah, like he's God. He's trying to talk to her. And she's like, no, that's not how I want him to talk to me. Right? I want him to talk to me in another way. And that's what I found myself today. Like I was wanting God to speak to me, but I wanted him to speak to me in the way that I wanted him to speak to me. And that was in the silence. But he wanted to speak to me in the joy that was happening in the cafe. Um, it was just really, really a cool moment. <clears throat> My first experience with Therese was whenever I was discerning to be a monk. <laughs> it didn't work. Um, <laughs> I was reading <laughs> I was reading her book, 
uh, The Story of a Soul. It's fantastic. If you've never read it, read it. Um, I was reading it, and I was just blown away at her love. You would think Therese is this little softy, right? She was just a whiny little kid. She was temper tantrums. Um, but man, as she grew, she had this remarkable faith. And well, there's such a strong image of what it means uh, to be a Christian, to be Catholic, to be a woman. And, uh, and I was just so drawn to it. Um, and that's why I wanted to go be a monk. I was like, wow, I want to I live in that kind of solitude, but also that kind of love for Christ to just give everything away to him. And I remember um, she was a nun and she was searching for her vocation. And I found that to be weird. I kept thinking, if I find my, my vocation, i.e. be a monk, be a priest, then I'm going to be happy. Your vocation as married couple, then everything's going to be fine. That's where I'm going to grow in holiness. But Therese was a sister, religious, Carmelite, and she was still searching for her vocation. And she said, she exclaimed it one day, she said she was, look, she was reading St. Paul's letters about how to some are given gifts of teaching and prophecy and, and missionaries and all these different gifts in the Spirit. And she, she thought, Lord, what am I? She wanted to be a missionary. She wanted to be a martyr with all of her heart. She wanted to be a priest. She wanted to be everything. And she exclaims in this moment that she realized, she said, I know what I'm called to be. She said, I am called to be love in the heart of the church. Because love covers everything. To be love in the heart of the church. And this was her vocation, right? This was what God was calling her to be and how she lived her life. And she was so young. So her vocation to be a nun was the avenue that God was going to use to make her into this great saint. 24 years old, when she died, she's a doctor of the church. It's incredible. And so we think about our vocations. What's your vocation? Well, you're married for most of you. And some of you, you're students. And some of you, you're dating. Some of you are wondering, God, what, what's my vocation? Priest, nun, married, uh, missionary. Whatever that is, it's simply the call that God has given to you in order to become a great saint. Because what happens in a vocation is that we meet the cross. And you that are married, you know that well. You've met the cross many times in your life. In the sacrificial love that you've given to your spouse and to your children. And that's what makes you holy. That's what's going to make you into a great saint like Therese. Accepting the little things, the little crosses that come our way. Sometimes big crosses but accepting them with great love, as if it's something specifically given to us from the hands of the Father. And so we ask Jesus today, through the intercession of St. Therese, um, to give us the strength to carry our crosses with joy and with great love, and to pour out everything of our hearts to Jesus. I just want to follow Him, whatever He may call, whatever He may do, um, but just to be faithful to our vocation, and knowing that God is going to sanctify us, purify us, Make us great saints through that act of love that we have for Him. Amen?